In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The text for our meditation this evening comes from Colossians chapter 3, verses 1 through 4. Since then, you have been raised with Christ. Set your hearts on things above, where Christ is, seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind on things above, not on earthly things. For you died, and your life is now hidden with Christ in God. When Christ, who is your life, appears, then you also will appear with Him in glory. The Word of the Lord. At the beginning of this chapter, Paul starts off his encouragement by saying, since then you have been raised with Christ. In this little phrase is packed all of the gospel love that Paul has just spent the previous two chapters unpacking in full. Apparently, there were some who had appeared in Colossae and were taking the Colossians' eyes away from Christ. And so Paul spends two full chapters exalting Christ and tying all of creation and salvation together in Him and showing how He is in all and through all and all things are to Him and for Him and He is the firstborn of all creation and the firstborn from the dead, the beginning and the end. Christ is everything. Pulling their eyes, pulling our eyes up to Christ. And then he says, because of all this, because you were buried with Christ in baptism, because he raised you up with him by faith, because you were dead in your transgressions and your sins and he made you alive together with Christ. Because of all of that, because of that love for you, set your heart on things above where Christ is seated at the right hand of God. Set your mind not on earthly things but on heavenly things for your life is now hidden there with Christ. And at first glance, this can seem a little uh, obscure. Like the, the things above? How can I live my life right now when it's hidden there waiting to be revealed when Christ comes in glory? And I think it's actually something that we understand quite instinctively. And perhaps... Students as good as anybody. I'm still, I, I still consider myself on that path. Because when you're a student, everything you do on a daily basis is directed towards some not yet future. Sometimes not even a determined future. There's this feeling that, you know, when I get that job, or when I start that career, then my life will begin. 
And right now, everything is just pushing, grinding towards that future goal. And while, yeah, you're, you're living, it's not the full thing you anticipate. That's Paul's picture here. Yeah, that full life that is yours waiting for you in Christ is not yet. That thing you can't have just yet. But it's being protected, waiting there for you. And so you set your mind on that goal. That life that Christ holds for you. That life that exists in Him. Everything in your life flows from there and to there. That dream to live with God in perfection, in eternity, pure and blameless in His sight. That is the life that God wants us to set our eyes on. That is the hope that fills us with the love He wants us to show to the unbelieving world. That is the hope that can fill our fears and our tired, long days with thanksgiving. That is the hope that drives us on forward towards life in heaven with Christ. And the love of God has given that thing to us free of charge. How many of you already have that dream job guaranteed? Anybody? Like, you know you, the thing is coming? Like, they just say, hey, yeah, you just check the boxes, but the thing is secure. Anybody got that? No? Okay. Well, I think you can imagine how your life might be different if you did. Right? Like, uh, would you spend so much time studying for the midterm? Well, I mean, I got the, I got the job anyways, right? Like, uh, you know. What do I need to do this for? You know, just kind of maybe go to class. And uh, that, that's our impulse, right? And that is also why we need this encouragement to keep setting our hearts and minds on that end goal. Because it is guaranteed. And our sinful nature says, well, I got it waiting for me. And what happens is the world pulls our eyes away from that goal. It pulls our eyes off of Christ. And we start to think and see the world like it wants us to. We start to find our satisfaction not in that goal attained waiting for us. But 
perhaps in self-validation or in pleasure here and now or in romance or whatever it is, the A's, the grades, the pride, the whatever it is that pulls us and makes us ground our feet here instead of there. That is the danger. And that is the encouragement that Paul gives us today. Don't let that happen. Don't let Christ have died in vain. Your life is hidden there with Him. And while nothing can take it away, everything here flows from there and to there. In thanksgiving for the salvation that Christ has won for us. That is the hope of glory. That is the life that will be revealed when Christ appears again. That is the love of God which reached out from eternity and is pulling you to Himself in eternity. Set your hearts and minds on that. And your life will overflow with thanksgiving and praise to the glory of God. And you will appear with Him glorified. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we praise you for putting to death that old man in us. Help us to continue to put to death the things in our lives that attach themselves to the earth, to the sins that try to drag us down. Put those things to death in us, Lord, that we may truly live to you. Fill our hearts with love and compassion and mercy and all those eternal blessings that flow from our life hidden in Christ. Protect and keep us pure and blameless for that day. And may all we do and say be to your glory through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, in whose name we confidently ask these things. Amen.